everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Bring It to the Runway, where we go over the looks served on Seasons 14, RuPaul's Drag Race. And today, I am now joined by my permanent co-host, Robert Mata. He is fully taking over my Shrek roommate, Jessica's chair, because Robert gets it. The girls that get it, get it. Right, Robertina? No, it's for sure. No shade to Jay Curbs. Um, I miss her. I wish her well in her journey uh, from Shrek to human again. But I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Christian. Wait, can we also mention that Robert actually has a cousin named Cameron Diaz? <laughs> what a non sequitur. But yeah, her legal name is Cameron Diaz, spelled exactly the way uh, everyone's favorite blonde Charlie's Angels is spelled. Charlie's I Angel, actually, one angel. I one angle. A, one angle of the Charlie's Angles. But I actually have a signed copy of Cameron Diaz's first book. She read a book? She's written a few. Like a Magic Treehouse book or no, like a like self-help? No, like a really good nutrition book. And like it's about more than just that. It's really cool. Anyways, I love Cami Diaz, your cousin and the actress. Anyways, so guys... Today's episode, how are we feeling about it so far, sis? Because it was, I, 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 I have a lot to say. Uh, I lived, actually. I thought it was great. No complaints, but I guess, I mean, I'm sure I'll have some complaints when we put the looks up. But what do you have to say? What are you starting with? Well, let's sink our teeth in and start with the first look of the second episode, which is Miss Georges coming in fucking hot and first for the second episode. This bitch has the two phony ponies coming out from fucking her split skull. I mean, that middle part on that fucking unit is incredible. She has these fucking wild ass pigtails. They're giving 40 inches thick looks like human hair, baby hairs laid, fucking mug beat. She is wearing a red ostrich feathered short cocktail dress that is corseted over to give her that beautiful silhouette with that cinched hourglass waist. And she has a lot going on in the chest with the feather and the volume at the skirt. And she has these opera length uh, red mesh gloves to match with red ostrich feather trim and some beautiful, um, like simple red strappy sandal heels. How do you feel, Robert? I feel just really great. Honestly, it's so sleek. It's so well put together. I don't know about the heels on or the the straps on the heels, but otherwise, I think every other detail is down to a point. It reminds me that Valentine's Day is coming up, and I need to figure out what the hell I'm going to do with my boyfriend. But apart from that, it's a it's a thumbs up, a toot, a fuck yeah, a get it, girl, all those things. Yeah, she looks just so polished, so put together. She knows who she is. She knows her body. She knows what she's about. She's telling us she's a Latin dancer, and she is giving very much updated sexy flamenco and i'm so fucking here for her i cannot wait to see what else she brings us next we are moving on to our central valley sister (laughs) deja sky enters the workroom next in this fucking heinous (laughs) short (laughs) like 
honestly, girl, she came out on screen and I said, of course, the bitch from fucking Fresno. How to fucking let me down, bitch. I was rooting for you, bitch. We were all rooting for you. And she pulled up in the fucking Sri Lanka looking like what? Because she kind of looks like an Oompa Loompa, just if they weren't little people and they were regular size. And like Patrick Starr, the influencer, and an Oompa Loompa had a love child. It's Deja Sky, and that's not a compliment. Sorry, Patrick, you're fierce, but Deja is just not giving in this particular moment. She has on this lime green matted ass, crunchy little wig, um, and this hot pink and white polka dotted Minnie Mouse Gone Wrong situation with like a nude lace, long sleeve under, and like tacky ass white gloves she just looks like a costume like she got this look out of a costume bag. What costume i, I don't Oompa i don't Oompa think even people and Minnie Mouse. shopping last minute on halloween are gonna pick shit up like that like it it's it's just not it i, I do love that she stole june's top from the last episode that we read to shit um but other than that there's there's nothing remarkable about it her yeah. tights are off color her makeup looks great, though. I'll give her that. Does it, though? I, I think so. Um, maybe with those lights, but I feel like in person or uh, from a different angle, I don't think so. It straight up looks like she put fucking baby powder all over her under eye. It's giving old school. I don't know. It. I definitely don't like her makeup. And no offense, I think I know more about makeup than you do. <laughs> considering you're glistening right now i'd say so yes i think that we can drop in at splash in fresno and see what's tea (laughs) we'll just hop off the 99 on our way home the next time that we're going home and see what's going on dude well okay so she does kind of look like the queen that was at the splash in modesto oh god performing when you and i were there about a month ago Mm -hmm. during thanksgiving time she does kind of look like her I think maybe Central Valley drag has that type of signature campiness, I would assume. I wouldn't imagine that it's very, like, you know, harsh fashion-oriented. I'm not sure. I love what she does, though, so I'm excited to see what else she has to offer. Right, which is why I was so disappointed. Because I did like her entrance looks and stuff. So, anyways, we'll see, we'll see. Next, moving on, who do we have? Miss Jasmine Kennedy. She is wearing a humongous violet curled like Valley of the Dolls wig um, with like a one shoulder asymmetrical dress that looks like a dressing gown, kind of like what I'm wearing right now. And um, it is hemmed in like a flamingo pink feather um, producer Joe, can you keep uh pressing play because this is not the angle where I can see the outfit? Let's use our brain and logic and Wait, uh, pick also, an Joe's, angle where we can see. Joe's not the producer, but go ahead. All right, so then she reveals this beautiful, short little cocktail dress that is bedazzled the house in like a mauvey pink flesh tone with those same um feathers that are just trimmed across the chest going down into the waist. How do you feel about this look? I don't feel anything. 
it just it's sort of a hodgepodge of half ideas. I do love the deep purple in her hair, though. I feel like it's really difficult to get a wig to maintain a luster or like saturation of that color. Uh, so kudos to that. Uh, everything from the neck down, though, happened. And that's all I have to say. Yeah, um, honestly, it's giving like very like Flamingo Vegas showgirl of that era. You know what I'm saying? Flamingo Hotel, like I like the color combination, but she looks very hodgepodge. I don't know. I'm a little disappointed in her look, to be honest. She looks a little sloppy. Um, She's not as polished as I thought she was going to be. Um, So I'm interested to see what else she serves. But uh, right now it's giving a little too literal to being a showgirl in vegas you know what i'm saying yeah very that Mm -hmm. next we have miss maddie morphosis controversial queen and she is walking in this like short 40s uh black like cafeteria lady dress um with flames from the hem which is a little bit above the knee going up into the waist um definitely guy ferrari reference she has that like disgusting blonde bus driver wig on um and these really like old school looking ass red platform chunky heels what do you think robert I think this is what happened to the mom from Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. She oh my just God. randomly decided to start working at some burger diner and threw on whatever uniform was required of her. And now she's a straight man doing drag. Yeah, she definitely looks like a... Per- <laughs> now she's a straight man doing drag. Yeah, she looks like a person um, that definitely works at some tacky restaurant in Vegas. That's like really fun, but... Yeah, awful entrance look. No, girl. This you hate it. Vegas. No, I'm just saying, like, there's a tackiness that is fun, but then there's, like, a way to do it in an elevated style. So, anyways, moving on, next queen, the next girl entering the workroom is in a polka-dotted umbrella revealing Miss Angeria. She is wearing a sweetheart neckline, um, black and white polka dotted short cocktail dress with matching gloves, matching umbrella. Um, there is red accent trim. There is a, a big black and white bow in the middle. Her waist is cinched with that red trim. Um, she is looking lovely. Very I Love Lucy, but uh, still up to day. She has this big quaffed pompadour. Really just looking like very larger than life. Very drag. Um, traditional, but really fun. What do you think? Uh, I agree with everything. I think that the producers might hate her because she has that strand of hair at the top of her poof that's just... Hanging out. I can't really see anything other than that when the camera pans to her. Uh, but I think every, everything else is well-constructed, well-fitted, uh, and put together. Though I do think, I hope polka dots don't become something of a trend because I've never vibed with them. I don't get them. Who are they? Yeah, I don't love a polka dot moment. Um, it just reminds me of Disney and anything Disney reference referential is just tacky and not the good way, not the fun fashion way. It's just tacky. 
Um, so yeah, but I think if Minnie Mouse were a black woman from Atlanta, it it is this is how it's done well. You know what I'm saying? She I'll looks gorgeous. I think she looks stunning. Um, I love her fucking face. That face is just so stunning in makeup. I I really like her and I'm really excited to see more from her. Yeah, she's ne- great. Yeah. Next we have Miss Lady Camden giving us this like fun rave girl, kind of 80s, kind of like what's being referenced now in some fashion. She has this baby pastel pink, blue, and yellow um, tie-dye like denim jacket worn around the shoulder, off the shoulders with a matching skirt. She has these like silver glitter knee high um, boots and like this big baby pink crimped hair, uh, ponytail, pigtails. I mean, um, and a matching candy bra. What do you think? The candy bra puts me right where I want to be. And it's a Saturday night that I haven't been able to have for many, many, many months. Just all the plur, all the pastel. Deja said she was pastel, but she's actually neon. But uh, Lady Camden, our other Northern California representation, I think is actually delivering a well-thought-out concept. And I'm here for it. Yeah, it's very, like, rave girl. Like, I went to Spencer's, and I went to Doll's Kill, and I got this look, and, like, my hair is fun. It's, like, if the girls from Euphoria were adult men doing drag. You know what I'm saying? They it's are. Fun. It's a vibe. All right, moving on, we have Miss Daya Betty in this, like, golden yellow um, wrap short cocktail dress with this big black collar in the back, these ruffles on the shoulders. It is sleeveless and she has black leather opera length gloves. This like very 80s platinum blonde um, wig. Uh, Really fun look. It kind of reminds me of Gaga a little bit in the paparazzi video, that colorway where she uses the black to accent that um, Jeremy Scott outfit that was all golden yellow. It is interesting what do you think robert i think deja sky nailed it when she said it looked like it's it's you know it's giving some type of anime slash gem in the holograms mashup i think the hair is interesting i think i like it i'm not sure about the hairline i'm sure she knows that though she probably could have done a little bit better to at least blend it somehow uh the ruffles on the shoulders are also a little bit hard to accept but everything else is i think well manicured and put together yeah you know i don't know if i like it or if i don't like it to be honest yeah well i it's like i want to like it but i don't and then i'm like oh but it's not horrible i'm it's kind of a shittier version of detox's entrance look on season five when Detox was wearing the black and yellow latex moment with the top hat, I feel like, yes. you know, it's like we all, we've all we already had a very iconic queen pull off that color combination so well and execute that silhouette so well. It just, I don't know if I love. Yeah, yeah. So that's Miss Daya Betty. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we're back, we're going to review the talent show look. 
Welcome back, everyone. Now, before we get into the talent show looks, I have a quick little story to catch everyone up on. So, Miss Robert and I went to high school together, but something that Robert failed to mention was that he actually knows Miss Joe Batanz. Yeah. And these little cunts knew each other and didn't fucking tell me. So, please tell me how the fuck you two know each other. Well, uh, this is Joe. I, I I wouldn't say know each other. I think we got drinks together once or twice. We're I'm, not best girls? No. I know his <laughs> former roommate. Now, what's funny is I was trying to be like, I don't know if he still went by. I knew him as Tommy Colton, but I'm like, is he still going by Tommy? I didn't know what his story his was. His name is still his name, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, some people get up there like, I'm not Tommy anymore. I'm a man. I'm Tom, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, Tommy would talk to me all the time, and he would tell me, about his roommate Robert, so I know. I remember one time for sure at a bar, like a, like a fancy cocktail bar, on like I want to say La Cienega by the Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. That's where he and I and we the three of us got together. I want there might have been one more time, but I don't remember. No, I think that was the time. It was that okay. signature craft cocktail place. That, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Just, it was giving very straight male. It was giving Tom because Tom is straight. So. Uh, yeah, that's where we met. And this is like seven years ago. So is it that long uh, forgive ago? Forgive us for not mentioning Christian. Yeah, it, it had to be because uh, Tommy and I, Tommy moved back uh, rather out of L.A. Uh, like six years ago. So it had to be in that two-year time frame. We were roommates. Oh, my God. I can't believe yeah. how much time has passed. Like seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. The three, we met and we were best friends. No, I remember we had a really good conversation, and I don't know what it didn't happen until somebody said, "Oh, I want to know what Robert looked like." And we were, I was stalking your Instagram, and all his posts were liked by Tommy. And so I was like, "How the?" I'm like, "Oh, it's that queen that he used to live with." <laughs> and I was like, "That's the same one." And then, and then you know, I messaged Tommy first, and he never we yeah. responded much later. And then like, he's like, "Oh, I was busy today. What's happening?" And I, I go, "Just ask Robert." He went, "Mata." And I went, yeah. And then that, that's the last, that's the only communication. Did he ever hit you up, Robert? Oh yeah, he hit me up immediately, and then we went back and forth. I was actually today is supposed to be the day of his wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Saturday, uh, but unfortunately, COVID got that bitch too. So we are recording a podcast instead, so talking about him. I hope he's not even getting married in Mexico or anything. Was he getting was, yeah. he, was he getting married in Mexico? Uh, no, so I was supposed to go to the wedding first, COVID got canceled, and then I had no alternative plans in Mexico this weekend, and then COVID canceled that too. And has so Tommy, like, has Tommy met Christian? Yes, we knew him mm-hmm. as straight Christian because at the time Christian was still closeted. Okay, girl. <gasps> wait, 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 wait. Christian okay, has this never is the been last, straight. This is in the his only life. time I'm going to address this shit on the fucking mic. So yeah. if everybody wants to listen the fuck up, this is the time to perk your fucking ears up. Wait, Ready? Yeah. And let's make this quick before Joe has to go talk to Miss Apple mean, on the phone. It's a five minute introduction, girl. What's tea? Okay, so first off, I don't appreciate straight Christian because Christian was born Christian. And there's only one way that I was born. And it's my way that I am today. And it's not that I used to identify as a straight person is that I wasn't sexually active and I didn't like that people wanted to label me as gay purely based on my characteristics as a person and my personality, which is kind of fucked up because I just felt like it was fucked up that I was being sexualized since I was a child in elementary school and people calling me a faggot and gay since I was so little. And I had no idea what the fuck that meant. And then middle school, that's when, you know, I'm starting to get the clues and I'm just like, 
why are people accusing me of having sex with guys? Like, I didn't even think of that shit, right? So then I was a very innocent person growing up. I really was, believe it or not. And it's funny because now I have a sex podcast and whatnot, probably why. But, and then in high school, everything just really hit the fan. And I was just like, I'm not going to let other people identify me before I'm even able to identify myself or understand who I am, right? So I just felt like I had this little mini identity crisis in my late... late teen years which is exactly why i'm doing shit like this because queer visibility matters for people like the kid that i used to be and joe's rude ass wants to fucking play some bullshit elevator music right now um while i'm having this fucking heartfelt discussion dissertation more like (laughs) however i do think everything you've said is valid absolutely my only nitpick is that it's strange to me. I know it's homosexuality, but I feel like so much of being gay when you're a kid is about who you have crushes on and who you are like socially magnetized towards and the people you meet versus actually obviously having sex at that age. But right. So that's, who the that's fuck? My, that's my, okay. That's so my who the fuck was I sexually charged for in fucking high school, girl? You went to the same schools I went to. Who the oh my fuck God. was? I didn't even realize I was gay until I moved out of Modesto because there was no one to right. be attracted to. Exactly. But I did. I did have eventually crushes on other guys, which is what led me to believe that it's not even obviously it's not just homosexuality. It's like homo amorality and all of their sites of like being queer. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, same, you know, it took moving out here and I will say it again to blow more smoke up your ass. It took hanging out with your faggot ass and watching you wild the fuck out going on fucking anon grinder hookups and shit. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't know half their names. Girl, neither do I. Who cares? I mean, why would I know? Imagine like I just reach out to someone from like seven years ago and I'm like, hey, I, what's your name? But yeah, no, totally. I mean, and so just for clarification, I never was straight Christian. I've always been this Christian. And now I will say my personality is gay as fuck, bitch. I love fashion. I love fucking skincare, beauty, makeup. I fucking love hair color, the color pink, all of the above. I'm all about it. I completely embrace it. And I do see that as like queer adjacent characteristics, right? You know? And unfortunately so, unfortunately why unfortunately it's, the stereotype is that feminine things tend to be gay is what exactly true and now i embrace it wholeheartedly that's why when i have a beard and i'm like a natural brunette i feel like i'm cheating my femme side and i immediately want to fucking bleach my hair and go back to pink because i'm like i don't like any i don't like like when i get so offended when someone Believe it or not, y'all, sometimes I, I do I know get, what you're about to say. I, I do get go mistaken for a hetero occasionally, and it is the most offensive fucking shit you can ever tell me. I'm not one of those faggots that is flattered, like, oh my god, I'm straight passing? What? It's like, fuck that. Like, I never want to be straight passing because I celebrate my queerness every fucking day, and I honor my queerness in every fucking thing that I do, down to how I drink my coffee, my pink Prada fanny pack that you can see that is fucking neon pink on display on my clothing rack. My fucking Frida Kahlo tapestry in my room of her smoking a joint while she's in the fucking jungle, you know, up in it. So, anti ways. The jungle is queer, is what you're saying. 
Honey, it's Miss Rainforest Cafe, bitch. <laughs> I wish it was, bitch. I could you go for some chicken nuggets right now. Ew, Rainforest Cafe is gross, actually. I've actually never had the fortune to go. I've only had it once. I think the restaurant looks hella fucking cool. It's obviously tacky and wild and fun, well, but like... But it is like the food actually was a letdown. I was really sad. I was of like, course, Did you guys it's at least Applebee's have a cute- with a little forest veneer. <laughs> Pretty much, but I like Applebee's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that country fried steak? Ew, no. I, I what only- are you eating? The, the wedge salad? No, I love their bitch. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you guys about why I call Robert Wedge Salad Robert. And there's a select group of people who absolutely get the reference. Robert, I've never seen someone eat three wedge salads back to back poolside while he's fucking fucked up. Like you were taking like you had at least three cocktails in between every wedge salad. Next to the pool, we're at the fucking Saguaro Palm Springs, gayest, happiest place on earth. It is the fucking gay Disneyland. We love Palm Springs. And this bitch is just fucking throwing back the shots, throwing back the wedge salads. And I'm like, bitch, work. Okay, so in my defense regarding the salad overconsumption, whenever I feel dehydrated, whether it's from smoking some legal marijuana or having some IPAs or whatever the hell's going on, and I get that light cotton mouth. Yes, I could have water, but I would also just rather eat something delectable like a wedge salad that also simultaneously hydrates me. It makes my skin glow again. Yeah, I remember you vividly being like, I really like to consume hydrating foods. <laughs> I yeah. Said, like, okay, if you threw a peach at me, queen. I'd eat that too. Wait, what else do you eat? A peach. They're just so luscious and juicy. Oh, okay. So, by the way, guys, Robert loves he ass. I think that's what he's going <laughs> to tell us. Does your boyfriend have an ass? I haven't checked it oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, a primary feature, I think I'd say. Ooh. I don't know what he would say about me saying that. I think he's probably squirming in his chair. Anyways, hi, Ethan. So cute. Um, I will pay attention to your ass next time and see if Robert's right about that. I don't think you have to pay attention. It's pretty loud and in your face. Well, then maybe we just got to hang out because I never see the bitch. True. You guys have never. But we'll see once we get out of this isolation period and into the next. (laughs) work all right so now we will be going over the talent show looks starting with miss georges georges is wearing a two-piece uh and a biscuit (laughs) two-piece and a biscuit biscuit. (laughs) well she's wearing thigh high black pleasers with uh matching opera length gloves and hardly anything else, girl, because this bitch is basically in a fucking black bedazzled crystal fucking bikini with some nude stoned panties, hun. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this look? Uh, I think it does exactly what it wanted to do, and she did exactly what she wanted to do. Uh, what's really interesting about her is that she's like minuscule size. She's really, really small, but her face is really, really big. And I think it only heightens her beauty because it, you know, kind of draws me in even more. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it is an interesting effect. I'm interested to see how she navigates that with her future clothing choices. I mean, but why are people like acting like, like being short is not. Oh, short. Being short is the thing. thing. 
yeah, being short, this she's using that shit to her advantage. Let's think about it. This bitch is in a competition with a bunch of mans and some women, and they're all big as fuck. And like, I think when you are a drag queen, and if this is like, if you want to like, you know, serve realness a little bit more, I think being petite serves you. True. I wonder, I guess she does serve realness, huh? I mean, I really not with that mug, let's be like real, because the bitch is packing the paint, you know what I'm well, saying? that's for sure. But everything else is giving realness. Well, I'm really into it. Yeah, I mean, I thought, and I thought she was very talented, loved watching her, you know, pop her pussy like that in that fucking look. I said, bitch, work. Okay. Wait, actually, a point on that. I realize that we're not the official recap show, uh, like the Joe does. But why would you lip sync for your talent when you're on a show that you know the way to save your ass is to show and surprise other people with how good of a lip syncer you are like why would you let the cat out of the bag that early right and reveal all the stunts and the tricks why yeah you didn't like you're right i mean we'll see i'm hoping that she just set the bar really high for herself and she's gonna continue to leap over it that's my hopes for her um also I agree with you on that. And maybe she should have just done, I know that her talent is dancing, but it probably would have served her if she incorporated some type of her very charismatic personality. Mm. Um, Like maybe if she did a monologue instead of like a lip sync necessarily to the song and she incorporated movement that way, that might've been interesting. Like kind of like Tatiana on All Stars 2. Mm, Tatiana actually murdered it. Uh, Georges has this thing when she speaks that she repeats all of her filler words. So she'll just continually say, oh, yeah, that's great, right? Like, I was feeling great, right? It's legit amazing because I feel legit good right now, you know? You know? And it's just like such a funny tick that most of the time, at least in this episode in Untucked, when someone would talk back to her, they would repeat the filler word back at her. And I don't think she caught it, that everyone was kind of clowning on her a bit. But she sounds like your typical ditzy teenage girl. In yeah, she, you know, she sounds young. She sounds gay. She sounds Mexican. Let's be real. Mexican. Well, yeah. She Honestly, she kind of sounds like I used to. T. Well, when I say girl, I mean everyone. So yeah. Everyone when we were teenagers. T. All right. Moving on to Miss Jasmine Kennedy. It's so funny because um, I don't know about you, but I don't feel like her name suits her. Uh, yeah, I'm right with you, actually. I kind of just get Jasmine Masters and Kennedy Davenport. Yeah, and I'm like, you wish, bitch. You fucking wish. You know what I'm saying? I completely agree with you on that. Um, So Jasmine Kennedy is wearing this, like, again, very old school, very Vegas showgirl, um, like, Bob Mackie-inspired black and gold beaded leotard with um, beading fringe beaded fringe black beaded fringe going down the middle kind of serving as a skirt to cover her coochie a little bit with the same black thigh high pleaser boots which i mean of course those are like when you're dancing i have these boots uh, myself in red with the laces this is just like your standard boot it protects your knees you can wear knee pads under um and you can also you know move around in it and uh, that heel, believe it or not, is pretty, like, comfortable for um, athletic movement and drag, I should say. Um, and she has on this platinum big blonde wig with this dark root. How are we feeling about this look, Robertina? 
Uh, I feel like it's a Monday night at Hardware Bar in Hell's Kitchen, and the girlies are getting together for a couple post-work drinks. And this is what we're going to see. Very that. Yeah, her drag, I mean, Michelle gets into it later on on the runway, but it is very old school. Her drag definitely reminds me of old school Vegas showgirl. Like, it just does. And honestly, there's like a level of... um a lack of polish there that I'm like craving. I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm craving more polish from her to be honest. Um, really interesting that she also mentioned in the episode that she's a fan of George's. So I'm curious to see how these two dancing divas do, but I thought she, another pussy popper. I said, bitch work. Okay. Mm. Um, thoroughly entertained. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Next, we have Miss Daya Betty serving pink. Let's get this party started. How do we feel about her little black top hat with this red ribbon? She has on this short little baby pink shaggy cut wig, a white blouse with a red burgundy cummerbund to match the ribbon in her hair, and a black leather like little magician's jacket moment with this longer... um coattail and thigh high platform black leather pleaser boots how do we feel more black boots that's how i feel i feel like it really is fucking christmas up in here and santa came out and gave everyone else the same damn pair of shoes I, Come is on, the boots. next girl gonna be wearing the boots am i wearing the boots i i'm not sure that's really i mean the hat reveal under the hat was cute i think that maybe she should have done two or three more hat reveals sort of yeah. like a hat under a hat under a hat mm-hmm. but i mean we don't need that i guess um she no she needed that and she went home so what happened happened the cummerbund is that. cute though when's the last time you saw a cummerbund on the main stage yeah true i mean she could have elevated it but i mean yeah she's giving this little like magician's moment it just looks a little too pedestrian it looks like you could run to the mall and get these pieces and i agree with you it would have been really smart i was actually really excited because it's like ooh, she's gonna do some magic tricks she didn't push it far enough like instead of just doing one little hot reveal because i thought that shit was funny i thought it was really cute Mm -hmm. but i wish she should have done a few more hats that would have been more entertaining like you're saying maybe if she was able to get this little hat on top of this wig with the wig over this one, that would have been really fucking fierce. That reveal. I mean, I thought she had some interesting moments that she should have really just taken further, but in terms of the look, very, whatever. Um, yeah. Wasn't living. She should have yeah, gone like no. more circus master or just really pushed the magician idea. Let's get this party started. That could have been cooler for sure. Yeah, The part, the party has not started. Yeah, next we have Miss Lady Camden performing ballet. Um, First things first, she throws out those ballet slippers. And one thing, yes, ballet can be boring to watch from a spectator's point of view, but ballerinas always have gorgeous costumes, beautiful fucking looks. And no offense, bitch, what the fuck was this? What the fuck was this little black long sleeve velvet V-neck, um stretch dress with like a red fucking line skirt under and these red pointed toe heels which i did like the heels but this little fucking ribbon in her fucking hair girl i hate this i hate this i hate this it is so basic it is so fucking basic and she was so fucking fierce her talent but i was like fuck your outfit is fucking 
Ugh. Like she should have done a really fucking sick traditional ballerina look and really played into that. But her showing that she's not doing this boring traditional ballerina thing. You know what I'm saying? Like she could have done like a cooler tutu, a, a better dance costume. This is like dance costumes are already kind of like basic as it is in drag. But this is like, bitch, this is like what the girls were wearing in fucking high school when they had their little fucking dance recitals. Uh, that's that's all true, uh, and they spent about fifteen dollars on it. I love that she stole George's heel and decided to put that on herself. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. It's always weird to give like fashion critiques on the practical performance looks because they're supposed to be functional and sort of not what's drawing the attention. Uh, but I do right, think your this could have been elevated just a shred. Right, just at least a little bit more effort, girl. Like, this is your fucking talent show, and you were incredible. And I feel like she wasn't um acknowledged for that level of talent because of the way she looked. No offense, she looked like a fucking dance teacher. Like, she just didn't look cute. Um, A dance teacher from the Midwest at that. So, anyways, I was very disappointed because I really liked her talent, and I really think she has some cool looks in her. Next, we are moving on to Miss Fresno herself, Deja Sky. And talking about fucking costumes, this bitch is fully fucking wearing a chair costume. I would have thought, and, oh, oh my God. Oh, like, God. Oh, my God. This fucking I'd say, si se puede. Like, she's really giving <laughs> something, at least. I don't know that I like it. I don't know if that harsh neon and black idea it certainly doesn't convey comedy. I'm not laughing. But I mean, we've poor Deja's been ripped to shreds so far. I don't I don't think there's anything more that needs to be said. We know that it doesn't fit well. We know that the colors aren't particularly flattering to her general uh, color story. We know okay, the hair. Looks I like, like this color story though. Like, I like the color story and I love urine blonde yellow wigs. And I think the wig looks great. I think the bow is funny. If she did a bigger bow to really make fun of cheerleaders, that could have been better. And the cheer costume is just that. It's a fucking basic ass cheer costume from like the 80s. She's wearing the like American apparel thigh high uh athletic socks with the black stripes and like these super basic fucking sneakers now the bitch barely even tried to move her body on stage she should have at least came out with a fucking chair costume and some heels you know what i'm saying like at least wear the heels because that would add to the campy element or do like a platform sneaker it's not like carrie colby on the last episode that actually like had to wear sneakers for her jump roping talent you know and yeah we forgave her for that like girl you weren't even actually gonna function with the sneakers so i was really disappointed no offense it kind of looks like if joe were to do drag this is what he would have fucking Jeez. came out. And this would have been his look. Wait, I would what? have been really sad about have that. Have I insulted you? Um, but that's what she was giving to me. Wait, oh wait. Wait, Joe, when I did I insult muted. you? When did I insult you? Why am I being why am I coming on here and being read and insulted? What are you talking about? I did not look like Deja Sky. I'm saying this is something that I feel like you would pull out of your bag of tricks. No, she would not. You need more credit than that. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Next look. Who do we have next? We have... We have Slash himself, girl. Girl, Slash himself, Slash herself. Um, We have Maddie Morphosis in 
this sad ass. Oh my god, I do not like this look at all. She's wearing a fucking Hillary, Hillary Clinton, two piece pantsuit, um, with like white, large scale, the uh, grid print. Uh, this like little tiny curly dark wig and um this really crunchy makeup i will say the electric guitar is beautiful the guitar looks really expensive and nice clearly it's legit this look is horrible and i could tell he's a straight man and i could tell he identifies as a straight man and maybe if he were to embrace his queerness he can learn to look better i think that might be stifling his aesthetic um but yeah, I think he looks like shit and he definitely looks like a straight man thinking he's dragging it up. What do you I think? I thought he was giving Fran Lebowitz. Um, I thought he was about to walk out here and give us a few social commentaries like Latin with New Yorkisms. I wasn't expecting the blues, but I was kind of vibing with it. Maybe because I had to watch the episode alone in isolation, but I didn't hate it the way you did, actually. Girl, what the fuck do you like about this look? Well, the look is middle of the road it's not it's again a practical look that's not presenting much uh but i mean it's no i think actually can't come up with any compliment for it. it the look happened and we watched it and we moved on you are on a stage a global platform presenting your talent this is your first impression and you're gonna give me this pedestrian bullshit this suit doesn't even look like it came from the mall it looks like it came from walmart and it definitely looks like he went to go buy his fucking camo gear at walmart and he looked over to the women's section and said oh look i think i could do drag let me fucking get this little hillary clinton two-piece situation going I am not feeling this look whatsoever. I thought the talent was decent, but I wasn't thrilled by it. It wasn't high energy enough, and it was really fucking boring. I'm the gag. They sell suits at Walmart, but I think that would explain a lot of high school administrators' wardrobe. Right. It looks like an administrator from the high school we went to, for sure. Definitely getting Linda Stubbs. I would love that guy with the um, the keys, you know, who makes all those memes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would I would love to see him in this look. I think he could say. Right, totally. I think you like, need it up. La Anyways, hated for the you, look. Christian. What, Joe? La Migra's coming for you. I hear them. Joe, you are so, like, what do you have against your own kind? I'm so confused. It really does be your own. Yeah, what's that saying? A Mexican's worst enemy is another Mexican. I'm just hearing the sirens. Is all I'm saying. I just, I just spit facts, Christian. Jay, darling, I'm shook that you didn't hate the suit. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you can make it look cute, but guess what? This bitch sure as hell did not. Moving on to Miss Angie herself. Oh. Angeria gave us this quick reveal um, into this leotard that is like white sequin long sleeve with like white ruffle. Um, she has this like choker type of neckline to help conceal the titty bib. And she has on um, like a baby teal dark rooted curly wig. And, you know, she reveals into another wig um, and she has these floral sequin appliques down the side with 
yet again the black thigh high pleaser heel what did you think robert I thought she gave a Southern bell down. It was everything that I expected to see out of her. Um, I think that her makeup looked even more ethereal than usual, uh, which is, I think, impressive considering she was moving so much. But uh, there was something about the matching of the eyeshadow with the... Are those feathers or petals? I guess they're fe- both. I'm not they're sure. They're like leaves or something. That's something. The color story is working for me here. I'll say that. It didn't earlier with Deja... I'm taking more purple here. Purple's a th- deep purple's been a theme this episode. Yeah. And thankfully not polka dots. Yeah, you know, um I loved it. I thought she looked great and I thought she fucking served and she definitely deserved that win for the talent. Um and the song was pretty fucking catchy. I like the style of the wig under, but I didn't really love the wig itself. Does that make sense? It does. I think it the corner of it's maybe a little mangled, but she's also moving at higher speeds than either of us have participated in today. So I can forgive that. Right. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we're back, we will be going over the runway looks. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Why are you, why are you so feisty today? What is, what is this? What is this? You know, my boyfriend's listening right now. Hi, Aiden, Hi. my favorite. I love you. Thank you for ch- keeping this bitch in check, and Aiden. I really <laughs> appreciate you. I had my cousin listen to you guys. He doesn't usually listen to my podcast, but I said, listen to this, because my cousin's an L.A. Chicano gay. And he was like, I haven't gone to the second half, but I liked, I love the first half. It's very, like, you know, I wanted to hate them because they were young queer Chicanos talking, and I was oh, like yeah. wanting to hate them. He's all, but I love them, and he goes, and I love that they take the looks very seriously. They know what they're talking about, but they're still nice to each other. They're not mean. And I was like, mm. and one of them's kind of mean. And yeah, um, I save the meanness for you. I know you mean you're mean because you love. And then, <laughs> um, and uh, so he liked it too. And um, fierce. He he made an interesting point because I was saying that Georges had me when she said the word chunti. And, Same. And, and where did that? We I were, feel like that word just came back after fifteen years yeah. of sleeping in a ditch. And I was yeah. laughing. I go, "Not chunti being the first time mentioned on Drag Race," and he goes, "Not chunti being mentioned for the first time. I think anywhere I've ever heard." Like, <laughs> where it's been years. I feel like I need to break out a bag of hot Cheetos. I always love the word chunti. I have always think it's the great. It just describes everything so well. Like you just get it. Yeah, yeah. The girls who get it get it. The chuntis yeah. who get it get it. Yeah. Like whenever Christian goes off on Armando, he gets real chunti and starts talking about how he's all. Did you have an eagle with a snake in its mouth as a pet? No, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, and you're like, okay, Christian down. thinks he's chunti Ella. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm not chunti at all. I'm definitely preppy. I'm very fresa. I'm not mm-hmm. chun. I'm fresa. I, I think I'm closer to fresa than you are. Yeah, I would agree with that, Robert. You think you're more fresa than me. That is really I, I fucking funny that. to me. That is really fucking funny to me. Well, I mean, we can go take a walk in CDMX and see how people feel about it. Yeah. Let's go wait, to the... Wait, 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 guys, we have to do a field trip to the Piñata District and report... That'd be great. A- I'd have... I'd live. I love Sweetheart, the Piñata District. I do a field trip to the Piñata District on a monthly basis when I go to the <laughs> underground fag parties there. And they have I'm underground fag parties at the Piñata District? Hell yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. I'd be leaving... We're leaving... When, the, like when, when an angry white gay doesn't call the cops to get it canceled. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't We're like leaving. those kind of parties, but I would actually go... Do you want to hear my favorite Piñata District story? Yeah, let's talk about it. 
Um, I for one of my birthdays, I wanted to have this is how long ago it was. I wanted to have a Joffrey Baratheon pinata made. <laughs> I don't get it exactly. Francois gets it, but you wouldn't. Okay, so I want that Junti gets. Yeah, get it. Bro. Yeah. So I wanted. Yeah, you too. Not me. I'm yeah. a Francois. <laughs> so I wanted to make a, a custom because there's people there who make people should know they're in the pinata district. There are people who make custom made pinatas, right? So I went there and I wanted to make a Joffrey Baratheon one. Okay. Who's Joffrey Baratheon? He's like the, the little kid, kid villain. From Game of Thrones. From Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, bitch. I know that little bitch. Yeah. So they go, oh, you got to go to this guy. I he feel like that's the- kind of fucked up, Joe. So he goes, well, no, it's not. Because one of my things with piñatas is like, it'll be like, oh, it's a kid's birthday party. Let's make a SpongeBob piñata. And then there's a bunch of kids beating the shit out of SpongeBob until he spills candy all over the place. That's cathartic yeah, because- for parents, though. They hate SpongeBob. True. Actually, my dad loved, my dad loved watching SpongeBob with my sister and I. Anyway. He thought that shit was funny as fuck. I That's why that. you should do a villain. You should do bad. You should be like a Trump piñata. I've Joffy seen that. Hit yeah. the fuck out of you. Yeah. So anyway, so they go, oh, you got to go to this guy. He's the dude, right? So I go to his piñata, and there's some woman there. I'm like, oh, I'm looking for this guy. And they're like, oh, he's not here. And I go, oh, will he be back tomorrow? They're like, no, he's not here for a while. He's in the hospital. And I was like, why? And they're like, someone beating him up with a bat. <laughs> Wait, this is real? This is a real story? No. A piñata up- maker being assaulted by a bat? That sucks. Karma, bitch. <laughs> Not, oh, he, he got beat up by the Vive Piñata. Yeah, maybe That's the Piñatas horrible. came to life and they beat him up. As as happens, like yeah. Child's Play was not about Chucky. Now True. it's about Piñatas. It's about Chunti. The shit out of that, That's actually. the name of that Piñata, Chunti. Not Chunti. Chucky. Oh my god. That's oh my so god. So Wait, can we up. please get a, let's get a uh, custom Piñata for that. Welcome back. Now we're going to be going over the looks that graze the beautiful stage. Starting with Georges. Georges is wearing a long purple gown that is stoned for filth, hits the floor, and it is wrapping over a nude jumpsuit that is bedazzled for Jesus Christ himself. It has this triangle bra um, neckline, and she throws off the fucking purple gown and reveals a straight nude studded jumpsuit. What are your thoughts on this, Robert? I think she's giving elevated quinceanera, to be honest with you. I'm not exactly certain why she decided a catsuit was emblematic of her drag and why she wanted to show us that look first. It looks great. It's the same deep purple that we've seen 30 times throughout this episode, and we'll probably see 30 more by the end of it. Uh, But I'm not sure what I know about her from this look, which was the prompt, was it not? Um, well, it's traditional show-stopping drag is the problem. You keep and- saying traditional. It's signature, girl. It's signature. Okay, well, signature, bitch. And let me tell you what the fuck her signature is. It's dance. And that's her talent. She has told us that she's a dancer this whole time. And she revealed to a showgirl dance costume. So I thought if you, by your logic... Okay, I think Mm -hmm. it does fit the prompt because she is telling us she's a dancing queen. You can't dance in a fucking gown. And I do love that she gave us the Chunti little Quinceanera reference. It's cute, (laughs) bitch. I love the universe. I loved, join the Chunt universe. But um, I loved, I loved it. 
I thought the hair was gorgeous. I think she's wearing this this look. It's not wearing her. She wasn't overpowered by the silhouette. And I think she knows her silhouette very well. And she knows her height. And I think she does know how to proportionize. If I could draw back a bit, uh, one of the first things that Georgia said was that she's inspired by Latin divas. And the first one she named was J-Lo, which I think is... <laughs> <laughs> hilarious on its own. Uh, but I'm very much seeing that particular interpretation of what being Latina is in this look. Yeah. And what's wrong with that? Is J-Lo not wrong a Latina with diva? No, I mean, well, Who I did think you want to see Jenny Rivera. Exactly. I want to see someone who's maybe a little Jenny bit more Rivera wore fucking cut. jeans and jackets on stage. And everyone could fucking look better in jeans and jackets. That's my go-to. So you don't think that Jennifer Lopez is a strong reference for a Latina diva to uh, like somehow embolize her on a stage? Because I, think- I don't really know a lot of Latina divas that have uh, partnerships with Versace making their fucking backup dancers costumes. Well, so if you want to be a label whore. No, I'm talking about being a girl who knows how to stunt on stage. And unfortunately, there are a lot of Latina divas that fall short of that because they don't have um, that allure with designers or maybe they don't have that creative vision or a team to help them with that. But I think Georgia did an amazing job. And if she wanted to channel JLo, I think JLo being on a mood board is brilliant. JLo was me, on Kim Kardashian's mood board and look at where she's at now. So for me, JLo is the Latino experience filtered through the lens of uh, a first timer. It's just a very, a very basic sort of, I'm Latina, look at me, I'm special and different and marginalized, but I don't I don't see any bit of identity actually there. But you think Valentina could do a better job at that? Well, if we're gonna bring up Valentina, she gave bring us several up. different looks from actual Mexican like pop stars and references. Could I name them myself right now? No, I'd have to go on the Wikipedia and refresh my memory. But in general, what Georges has done to me is market herself in a more commercialized, I'm a Mexican living in America type of fantasy not even mexican i'm a latina living in america type of fantasy i think georges is telling us that she is a dancing diva and i think we are limited in latin dancing diva pop stars true and j-lo is an amazing performer overall regardless of her heritage and so i think that is a very strong reference and i think j-lo has pulled some very iconic looks in fashion and unfortunately we don't have a lot of references so i think georges did a great job well, that's it loud, girl. I didn't know you were such a J-Lo stan. I'm not necessarily the biggest J-Lo stan, but do I think J-Lo looks absolutely immaculate and is an incredible performer, especially at age 50? And do I think she's talented? Yes. True. And I don't take anything from that, apart from what I previously said. Well, moving on, here we have Miss Deja Sky. Okay. Finally, the bitch gave me mm-hmm. something. To know. Okay, yes. Does she look like she wraps some fucking curtains on herself? And does it look like Patrick Starr? Yes, it does look like. If Patrick Starr were from Fresno, here she is. She's wearing a black see-through floral lace gown that has this voluminous ballroom skirt mermaid attachment with like the matching like how do you say reboso in english shawl with a matching shawl in this like brocade heavy like a 
baby blue, super shiny satin with, it kind of looks like a black velvet decal lace printed on it with a matching turban. She, I think she looks cool as fuck. What do you think? I think, honestly, this is my favorite look thus far out of everything that we've seen. Um, I think that the floral sheer is doing the heavy lifting here, and it's really elevating what might have been a boring silhouette in any other type of fabric. But regardless, I think she, as you said earlier, proportionized correctly. I think that the color choice was great, a really harsh contrast with the cerulean and the black. Mm -hmm. I think that her, again, even though you might not agree with me, I think her makeup looks great. I think she... No, her makeup uh, finally does look amazing. Excellent. Okay, great. A place of harmony, contentment, and agreement here uh, with Deja. I think that if this is the level that's going to bring it to the runway, then I can rightfully feel excited for her and not just in Central Valley Solidarity. A hundred percent. I mean, I was just really left disappointed her first two appearances on camera here, Mm -hmm. but the runway took my breath away. The makeup, excellent. I mean, excellent. This is not an easy color combination to pull off. She wears it beautifully. I think the black lip on her looks absolutely stunning. And when she lip syncs for her life, the bitch fucking brings it. And that black lipstick came in clutch. Um, You know, a little bit of a cop-out not wearing hair, you know, with the turban. But actually, I think it works. I think hair would have been really distracting. And I really want to applaud and commend this queen, who's a bigger girl, for giving us volume and not being afraid to give us volume. I feel like it is very tricky and this bitch knows her proportions. She knew how to wear it. And this is a very overwhelming silhouette that could have easily empowered Deja Sky. And Deja Sky is wearing this gown. And really, it has no hanger appeal. It's kind of ugly if you really take it out of context. If you were to see it on a mannequin, I'd be like, who the fuck is going to wear that? But this bitch looks so fucking cool. And what I love is that it's not stoned to death. It doesn't have these bells and whistles that I feel like a lot of queens rely on as a crutch. So I loved it. I don't think it's an easy thing to pull off. So I give her major fucking props. And the bitch killed that shit on that fucking lip sync. I was fucking shook. Like I said, this this song's hard. It's a park and bark. It's I don't know what you hard. could do. And this bitch brought it right in front of Alicia Keys. Oh, bitch, I'd be fucking scared, bitch. Ugh. As an aside, I never knew Alicia Keys was so uh, blasted. She was straight chilling, and I love it. Like, Yeah, she was high as fuck. Alicia, Alicia Keys was on 4 a.m. trying to decide <laughs> between an upper, a downer, or some, maybe Uber Eats. I was right there with her. To be honest, though, I didn't really love her as a judge. She didn't say anything of substance, but here we are talking shit into a mic, you know, figuring True, out. True, but I think I say. think Alicia Keys looked really stunning. But as someone who doesn't wear makeup, I'm like, are you really a fan of drag though? Like, I she mean, got she got said lines that suggested it, right? And like, she also like her performances. She doesn't stand up and dance and like you know she doesn't like move around stage she sits at a piano she sings you know so i don't really not that she's not qualified obviously i think she's she definitely super qualified super talented i mean gorgeous she's beautiful and i'm Mm -hmm. like 
girl, I want to be her in terms of like, bitch, I'm fucking here, bitch. My skin is popping. I'm on camera and it looks this fucking good. She looks like she's wearing makeup, like, but I know she's not. Um, she's beautiful. She's She's beautiful. Um, but yeah, and I, I mean, I just wish maybe if she wasn't high, you know, (laughs) she could have like gave more input, but (laughs) I wish she was as high as, um, Shaka Khan was that episode that she guest judged. She was, she was teleported to Mars. Like there was some (laughs) shit going on with Shaka Khan, but that's, you know, two seasons. Shaka Khan on that episode reminded me of how fucked up Shaka Khan was at Rhonda when she made a guest appearance and just decided to perform with the DJ. Her like Shaka Khan popped out at Rhonda. Was that that day that she was called Rhonda? No, we both didn't go, but I saw videos of it and I was like, this bitch is fucked up. I love when you talk about a performance that neither of us were there for. (laughs) No, but like she, but we, normally would be at that party that's why i was like word anyways and i love shaka khan oh of course yeah all right moving on we have jasmine kennedy coming up with the old tired ass drag references yet again for the third time on this episode she has this old school fucking phony pony updo i'm sorry like the patience has left the fucking building with me already at this point i'm just gonna call it what it she has um, this fucking sprayed on hairline this super harsh ass makeup which is kind of beautiful on her i'm not gonna lie i dug it i'm not gonna lie either yeah no i like the look we're not lying on the pod today. Yeah, no, we're not. I do like the look, though. Even though it's a tired reference, I wish she would have saved it for this moment instead of the first two looks. Does that make sense? Because she really does. It's like what Michelle Visage said. She did her homework. She uh, really is referencing some really cool old school shit. This is how I like to see it, right? Um, it definitely gives me a little bit of I Dream of Jeannie, that era, a little bit of Cher. Um, a little bit of those old diva, uh, Vegas residencies. Um, and her makeup is super harsh, but I think she looks really gorgeous. And I thought she looks really stunning in this look, to be honest. Well, that's not the conclusion I thought we were coming around to based on your initial reaction. Uh, but work. Uh, I know. <laughs> I think that like most many New York girls, she's going into that realm where I can understand that she's not the one who engineered her looks. She maybe right. sent out the props to a select group of girls. You know what it looks like? It, it looks doesn't like fit her. Jackie Cox. It's giving some shit Jackie Cox would have worn. Jackie, Jackie absolutely would be in that wheelhouse. I that, do think that, that Jackie wig. would have elevated it just a touch. No, I don't. No offense, Jackie. I am, always, I'm a pro because- Jackie individual. I don't know if she has a stand name, but regardless. I'm a, I was I'm a, a pro Jackie individual out of drag, but in drag, no offense, Jackie, the makeup, harsh. I liked harsh. It. it. It felt Oof. like a, I don't know, like an 8 p.m. drag show, which I mean, it's not a 1 a.m. drag show, but I'll take it. I mean, I do understand why you yourself would like it because you do kind of give Jackie in drag. When you're in drag, your mug does kind of give Jackie. It's, so it's I do hard. understand. It's hard. I I have to lay down and accept that. But what can you do, girl? Some of us have handsome male faces, conventionally male faces, and some of us are a little bit more. Oh, so I don't. So I don't have a handsome male face. No, you do. Uh, I mean, if we're like sticking to absolute, like, (laughs) what's the word? 
the binary like ideas of masculinity and femininity. But let me just say like this: like Rose has a face of a brick. I have the face of a brick. It's hard but to Rose work with. looks it's, really pretty in when I think her drag makeup is great. Mm, I don't I think agree. She has a very difficult face to work with, and I have seen her look really pretty. But you're right on the finale. Ooh, that runway, that plaid runway, not the like final final, but like the last episode that they recorded. Yes, before the uh true finale i was like oh bitch well i know that unfortunately that's how i would look as well so i have nothing negative to say only commiseration well moving forward um we have uh who the fuck is this bitch maddie morphosis in this headless marie antoinette now there's a lot of controversy going around because apparently she appropriated this look Mm -hmm. from another drag queen who um actually maddie followed liked all these fucking pictures and then fucking came out straight up ripping off appropriating queerness yet again this maybe allegedly allegedly but okay let's get into the look so she's headless marie antoinette her makeup crunchy that wig plastic not horrible uh i i liked the concept i didn't think she pushed it far enough if you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying. I like, agree. The dress on the costume is like really sad. Um, the pearls, not enough there for me. The wig, not enough volume for me. The feather in the hair, not enough for me. Um, I thought it was a cool idea, but it was very poorly executed. What do you think? Because it's really ugly. Uh, no, I I absolutely agree that it could have been taken further. Like I haven't been to enough public executions in my day, but mm-hmm. I expect there to be a lot more like guts and blood and entrails or what have you spurting out of the neck and probably getting on your busted, nasty 1940s Sarah plain and tall dress. Like, I don't understand why it was such a clean execution. That's not what the French Revolution taught me. That's a really good point. I wasn't even thinking of that. She should have gone with this like full on Dracula, like had a prop where she's like squirting blood and it's getting on the fucking outfit and, you know, or a fucking come out with a guillotine bitch, you know, that's not a difficult prop to pull off. Um, I personally, if you wanted to reference a beheading, you should have gone like game of Thrones route. You know, you should have gone that time period instead of like French revolution. I think that's how you could have made the idea a little bit more original. Yeah. It, uh, I do give her props, though, because obviously, practically, she was probably hobbling on her knees or perpetually crouched over during the whole runway segment, which is not an easy thing to do. I just do wish that it was not the first or second draft of this look and maybe a more refined version. Yeah, yeah. Definitely looks like last minute. A last minute. Like she well, those shoes and those for it last socks minute. are last minute. I cannot stand those socks. What are they called? I don't know. Like my little sisters wore them like when they did their communion. And I remember telling them back then, like, that shit is nasty. Take it those off. Little baby doll roughly socks. With the little ruffles at the mm-hmm. edge. It's who thinks that's cute? I mean, obviously my parents, but uh I don't think that's cute. That's just not it. Yeah, grown women are wearing those again, and I'm like, mm. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Like bloomers on your feet. Truly, truly. Well, moving on, we have Miss Angie herself, Angeria, looking like a tall motherfucking crave of wine, bitch. I'm not that big into wine, but this bitch looks 
so delicious. This color, this silhouette, the expression on her face. She is wearing this gorgeous maroon, um, very pageant. Uh, she has this beaded gown um, with a satin train attached to the waistline. And she just looks like a dream girl. What do you think? I think I lack the terms to convey how flawless she looks. Just pageant, just polished and pageant. And usually pageants to me tends to read a little bit more boring because it's, you know, the same tired tropes over and over again. But I think in this one, she definitely elevated it to like a divine level. It's just so, it's so well fitted. The wine color palette is just so omnipresent throughout and the earrings were so perfectly matched. Um, I know there's some hubaloo about her makeup, but at this point I've completely bought into the fantasy. It's no longer uncanny. It's just sick. Like I think that this is one of the, if not the best times anyone has walked out on their first runway showing you how they do drag. Yeah, I think the color made a big impact for one. You know, it's monochromatic. It's a bold color. It's a jewel tone. Um, So I think that works. I think the silhouette streamlines her figure, but she's still giving us some volume with the train. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of opulence going on, clearly beating, sequin, all of that. Um, And definitely traditional. And it looks like it's true to her aesthetic. And I think she nailed the prompt. Um, And I think it's a very safe choice. It's nothing that we haven't necessarily seen before, but I think she wears it so well. Um, And like you said, it's very polished. It's she... But it's just not conceptually as forward, if that makes well, sense. Well, there there is no real concept here. There's no uh, contemporary element to it, though. Like I this still looks like something that could have existed back then. And I am happy that we're back then again because I think that if, if that's what back then looks like, we need to hit the rewind and pull it on back because she looks fucking great. No, yeah, she looks incredible. I would just because I really like this queen and I have some high expectations for her. I'm just curious to see how she actually elevates this aesthetic moving forward. We'll see. Yeah. Cause I think she could pull off some really cool modern shit, you know, mm-hmm. moving on. We have miss lady Camden's Pokemon bitch ass herself. Damn. She looked so cute. So she's wearing this like raver girl, She's giving me, like, Courtney act a little bit, you know? Um, She has on this, like... She's a peacock, which I like, because at first I thought she was going to be a flamingo. But she's giving us peacock. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the male peacocks are the ones that are, like, the teal, pretty ones that are really Yeah, I learned that in third grade. Right. And so the female peacocks look kind of, like, more like oversized chickens, like hens. And I think that's really cool that she took the peacock concept and desaturated the color tones. Now, I don't know if this is her thought process, but I like that she desaturated the color tones and gave us this femme peacock cunt fantasy. She has on this bedazzled headpiece, um, pink hair. It's giving Chromatica. Like, I'm getting a lot of Gaga Chromatica references this season, which I'm so here for all of it. I love that anything pink or green is automatically Chromatica to all the gays. No, anything rave and pink and... Like, your fanny pack is Cyberpunk. Well, I've had... But I've had this way pre 
Chromatica. I think I've had that fanny pack for like four years. Since the uh, Joanne era? Yeah, I've had it Joanne era. Also, speaking of Joanne, do you see those two black hats up there? Yes. They were uh, both Lady Gaga hands. invented being a cowboy. Incredible. No, no. But never the same. Blah, blah, Shut blah, the fuck blah. up, bitch. Anyways, <laughs> those two hats were made... And I was measured, and they were made to measure, bespoke by Gladys Temez Millinery in downtown LA, who made the Joanne hat, the pink one. And I've tried on the Joanne hat and I have a picture in it. Anyways, I'm a huge Gaga stan. So <sighs> anytime we can reference her, but I do have two pieces created by the same hat maker of Gaga. Thanks, Gladys. We love you. Hey, she's one of the only Mexicans that sit on the Council of Fashion Designers of America. So we do have to celebrate Gladys. I do. I do. But that doesn't mean that I can't laugh at you being absurd about Gladys herself. Anyways, we love you, Gladys. Moving on. We, oh my God, I should have. You didn't get my thoughts. I know. Well, I meant moving on to the look. Oh, Okay. Yeah, anyways, but we should get Gladys on as a guest. Would you Text guys her, I guess y'all are besties. Like, You're trying on bespoke hats and such. I'll go visit her in the studio and we'll talk. And I actually like, could use a new cowboy hat. I've been using the same one for like four years. And girl, they're chic and she can make it custom. She can make it custom in whatever fabric, color, all of it. She's amazing. Anyways, Love. so... Moving on to Lady Camden's look. And then she, like, does this really cool reveal. So it's this metallic leotard um, in, like, this iridescent silvery color. And then she does a reveal where she has these, like, peacock feather thingies going out. And she's just <sighs> giving us our rave girl Pokemon fantasy. What do you think, Robert? I think that I have played Pokemon nonstop since 1996. Same. And I do not know what the fuck everyone is talking about when they say it's a Pokemon reference. Like, show me one of the. It's not a Pokemon reference. Pokemon. What is the, What Pokemon is it? She, I don't know that Pokemon. No one, bitch. No one's. Okay. She's Alicia not Keys said it. She said, you look like a Pokemon. Like, she does look like if she, if there was a Pokemon. If there was a like- paper mache Pokemon, maybe. <laughs> uh, that said, uh, on the theme of paper mache, that was the only part of the look that I actually had criticism on. I thought everything else was great. The reveal was uh, small and silent and didn't overwhelm the entire look. Uh, but the paper mache top, I thought, could have been elevated to maybe something just a little bit more um, well constructed. It definitely oh, looked yeah. like we were on that field trip with Joe to the uh, pinata district, and we decided to rip that shit off of one of them and pop it on top of her head. Well, you know, I didn't clock it, and I thought it looked really good. Well, um, I'm glad I did then, so someone can tell you. Beautiful. So, Robert, if you were a Pokemon, which, okay, which Pokemon do you think you are? Um, I think there's some controversy about this among uh, people who know me, but I think I'm a Charmander. You think you look like Charmander? You think I don't you think get I look like Charmander. I think I am Charmander. Which Pokemon do you give, though? I don't know. Because, bitch, you're giving Geodude to me, baby. This That's is the so fucking crass. Pokemon you look like. That's what you look like for me. Okay, uh, arms, though. You have the guns to go with it. Well, I would be more of a Machoke. But let's see. In that voice, specifically. Hmm. I don't know. Who would you be in Pokemon? I don't know. You tell me. I'm trying to think. I think you could actually... Do not do not let this inflate your head anymore, please. But I think you could give a, 
us Articuno. Oh my god, I'm wet. I'm so wet. You know that was my favorite Pokemon? Articuno was my She's bitch. grace. She's beauty. She's fish. She got the beak. She's got the moment. I think she's she's technically a Simurgh, which is, I believe, an Indian mythological creature. But, you know, we grew up in a Mexican, white, Indian community, so... There's some there's some cross cultural contamination there. She's frosty, she's majestic, and she's ready to take flight on a bitch. And most of all, Articuno is what legendary. Legendary. Okay, let's get Law Roach in here, and he could talk looks with us. Okay, so but uh, hold on, hold on, bringing it back, baby. Is Lady Camden not giving like a baby pink flamingo Articuno? No. I think <laughs> you're like, I'm trying to make Pokemon happen. It's not going to happen. Pokemon exists in every facet of life down. Like it's the most popular, the most lucrative uh, media franchise in the entire world. It outstrips, not that I'm out here shilling Pokemon, but it, you know, it, it makes more money than every Mickey mouse, Minnie mouse, all them little bitches, superheroes in the tights, uh, Marvel, like it, Pokemon is more than all of that. Um, and even with that kind of omnipresence, there is no peacock Pokemon reference here. But okay. I love the energy. I'll take it. <laughs> Moving forward. Yeah, it doesn't give you a little bit of Clefairy. Uh, Clefairy is pink and there's pink on this peacock. So I guess. There's like little piquitos. No. Okay. No piquitos. Well, moving Makes on. Makes me hungry though. <laughs> Moving on, we have Diabetti. Diabetti is wearing like this blue Victorian rolled, bouncy, curly, like Betty Page wig with very like clear crystal method, vibey makeup. She has on um, a mid length bodycon plaid dress that is tied with red ribbons and like an off-white yellowy ribbon down the middle so she's color blocking here with the wig and these neon lime yellowy uh pointed toe pumps and then she has the ribbons going um up from her wrist to like this opera length sleeve um, and honestly, I hate to say this, but I actually <gasps> really like it. Uh, and, um, I just think it wasn't executed as well. I feel like the idea was there and it can be very fashion forward if she made it. Cause I do love color blocking and I really respect people that, uh, take a stab at it because it's very difficult to execute well. But if you can, it is such a strong look. And I'm a huge fan of color blocking um, because it does take risk, right? And I think she chose a great strong color palette that had, it's like 50% there, you know, if she would have hemmed it better and then the thing ripping in the back was not helping her out. That was horrible. That seam got busted. <laughs> I live. You know, but honestly, this look is pretty contemporary. And I know that every, I don't want to reference Vivian Westwood because every queen that wears plaids, like I'm giving you Vivian Westwood, British punk, but it does give me a little bit of that. And um, I wish she would have channeled a little bit more Viv West and it could have been really fierce. But um, unfortunately, there were some details that fell short. What do you think? I can co-sign most of that. I think that. Wait, how one, do you feel about this bitch out of drag though? 
one time uh, for the one I think, time. I think much like people think milk's the hottest thing to ever walk the face of the earth. I never thought milk not, was attractive. It's not my party. I think same for Daya. I think that she's She's cute. Has objective, conventionally attractive features. I do mm. not find myself compelled towards them. Okay. What do you think? Fair. You're the one who asked. No, I just think he's cute. I don't think he's hot, but I'm like, oh, wait, he's kind of cute out of drag. He seems nice. Mm-hmm. Which is more than most of these gays could say. All right, so I did say that we were going to get into the judges' looks, but unfortunately, I did cut off my co-host, Robertina, and he had something mm-hmm. to say about Miss Diabetes' look. Robert, please proceed with your thoughts. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not that special that it needs its own dedicated segment, but it just really gagged me that she managed to keep all of those ribbons correctly, um, I don't know what the word is, flipped, so that it wasn't like a huge like mess and kind of chaotic a disaster regardless anyways we can go on to the judges so did you like the look uh yeah i I like that she tried right i like the concept but the execution fell short i feel like uh i did not understand what the hell that 1940s hair was doing like it's it was not giving any kind of like i think it was trying to give like a blade runner type of moment but it was actually like blue it was great hair it was amazing wig but what was it doing on that look she was color blocking, trying to. With the three primary colors of blue, red, and yellow? Yeah, so that's called tertiary colors, and that actually is complementary to each other. Yeah, I went through kindergarten, girl. I, I understand. Well, you just sound like someone that doesn't understand basic color theory, so I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page. I've already mentioned color story and the color, like, coordination and all that bullshit on this very same episode what i don't understand is that specific shade of blue that is not basic blue as a wig yeah i see what you're saying you cannot color block with a color's cousin like you no, have you to can. color block with the color no, unless you you're you can, i mean if you're talking about color theory and using the color wheel you're supposed to use diametric opposites to provide the most stark effect yeah, but that's when you color block and you don't want to provide the most stark effect. That's how you get that effect. That makes no sense as a response. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Anyways, moving on to the judges' looks. Honestly, meh. I don't really feel like getting into them. They weren't really Well, inspiring. if I could say that I love that Carson looked like Deja's prom date. Wait, but I actually... Okay, hold on. Let me just say, I know that I read Miss Ross Matthews to Filth last week, but, like, I actually think Carson looked kind of cute this week. Like, I... I, and I he lo- always looks, you know, really corny and cheesy, but, like, I, I kind of liked it this week. Corny? I, not, Let me look at my poop. Oh, yeah, you're right. There it is. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Carson is the the queen of taking the lowest possible hanging fruit. Like he's not even picking fruit off the tree. He's getting that bruised piece of shit uh, uh, by the roots and calling it a joke. And I'm just tired of knowing precisely what he's going to say every time he says it. And I know exactly what he's going to wear, which is some shiny ass blazer saying, Oh, y'all remember queer eye from 30 years ago. I was one of them. Like we get it. We got it. Fucking move on. Why do we have the same gaze on the judging panel? Ross and Carson included. All this time later. They've been there since season seven. I'm not saying I want Santino, but like, I like give us Santino. someone else. Give us Joe. I'd live. Please don't give us Joe. I don't think Please. Joe would do it justice, girl. Please not Joe. Joe doesn't even know the girl's name. So 
Joe then would be taking RuPaul's chair. No, Christian is like, why have you not studied? Girl, I've been doing this for so long. I'm like, I'm going to learn it to death. They're going to beat it into me. Why do I need to know uh, Ajiria's height and what city she's from? Girl, first off, it's Ajiria. You don't even know her name. Yet again, thank you for proving my point. Yeah, I don't need to know her name. Wait, he said Ajiria? Yeah, I said Ajiria. He said Ajiria, no M. Ajiria? That's the country she's from. Racist. And I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> that was a joke, everyone. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Joe, shut the fuck up and tell them it was a fucking joke. It's not funny that you fucking love to point the racist finger at Lori Rogenkamp and myself. I just Joe, get that you that. little... And I have to say, I have a, a, a bit of a sensitivity towards like racial issues like everyone else in thank this generation you. does. And I did not get racist from that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to both. Thank you from both of you. I guess both of you are welcome. Yeah, we're both right. Um, Christian, what a great show you did today! Oh, thank you so much. I heard. I do it for the children. I can't wait to listen. (laughs) Well, no, I've been busy talking to Apple and ordering pizzas for people who had the crap beat out of them. But you have uh, to spend like fifty-five bucks on two larges. It was a large, a Caesar salad, and some garlic pepper chicken wings. So $39. Was, but it was, no, it was $55. You, you nailed it. <gasps> Girl, she should be on The Price is Right. I've, uh, I'm Robert, very... finance major or what? Were oh you a finance God, major, yes. Robert? We didn't have that. They didn't believe in pre-professional uh, programs. What did said. you major in at Stanford? Uh, I was in an interdisciplinary program uh, that was called Science, Technology, and Society, which basically mm-hmm. meant that I took math, computer science, and uh, public policy and called oh. it a major. Hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, why do I feel like you're not even that good at math? I'm actually pretty good, bitch. You want to? You want to try me, girl? He was beating yeah, you for color theory. I had to take color theory. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to yet again another episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Bring it to the runway, where this faggot Robert Mata and myself <laughs> deconstruct and criticize and dissect the looks that grace us on our television screens. Anyways, you can follow your boy Robertina at Instagram at R A W B fifty four. Did you get any followers from last time? I did. You know the girls are so kind, like factually, honestly, anecdotally. Uh, but anyways, what's yours, Christian Eight A? What is it? No. Oh my god. Oh my god. You get you revealed something very personal about myself. <gasps> Was that your finsta? No, it's okay. But um, that's my old Instagram account. My Instagram account that I'm actually active at is at hella underscore Christian. That is H-E double hockey sticks, A underscore Christian, spelled like the religion. Sound off below, you guys, if you think Robert's um, Instagram Gen-T. account gives spam. Because to me, this Instagram <laughs> account looks like spam. Also, Joe Batance is holding me at ransom and does not want me to promote our show on social media. It's really disheartening because I'd love for more people to be able to hear our magic on the air and Joe keeps fighting me on creating TikTok content, but hopefully we convince this old diabetic bitch to get it together (laughs) and push forward. Well, you know, I will say this, Christian, you are definitely learning from the master of taking words and twisting them. So I will, I, I will We'll say the student has become the master. Who did you compare me to the first time we had a conversation on the phone that was like hours long? 
Ming the Merciless from Flash Gordon. You you compared me to Houdini. Oh yeah. You talked with Houdini back in the day. Y'all have an open grinder message. What's going on? How do you know what he talks like? Joe. No, no, Joe no, not, not, not he sounded like Houdini. <clears throat> I said, I don't remember why I said that. I gotta you go. Because, you said because I didn't. Joe has pizzas on the way. I gotta go get pick up a pizza, a round table pizza in, on, in Chino, California. Wait, tengo hambre. I'm so hungry now. Well, go down and get some uh, ramen. You fucking live in the Asian food capital of the United States. I know. We have the best <laughs> Asian food in the country, mm-hmm. right in my neighborhood. I can walk to the top-rated Vietnamese restaurant in all of Los Angeles. It's amazing, and it's affordable. And when are we going to have dinner? Wait, why don't we all do dinner together? When I can actually leave my apartment. Yeah. That'll be in, like, at, what, at three Mexicans, days? Who's going to bust a table? What? Joe, see, you're fucking racist. It's the, it's the personal microaggression. It's the personal, it's the internalized hate towards your own kind, Joe. I folded shirts, but I haven't bust tables. Yeah, I've never worked in the food service industry. Not that I've looked down Christian, on it, Christian's, it kind bussy, of Christian's bussy tables, though. <laughs> constantly. Yeah, he should have seen this bitch in Tulum. He could not get his ass off the damn table. Yeah. Like his bussy was on those tables like nobody's business in Tulum. You're right. That's he was point. filling shot glasses up with his sweat. It was vile. Yeah. It was just disgusting. Oh my god. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to hearing myself being harassed and bullied by my counterparts. You know, just like a real Christian, I too get crucified on the regular by these two mm-hmm. faggots. And just like a Christian, he'll be back in a few days. Um <laughs> So, uh, all right. 